All right, Cheesehead Nation, we are back after a big win over the Tennessee Titans. Big Week 16 win. Big implications for Week 17. Here we are, boys. We have made it through almost the entire season. One game left. The entire season and like 20-plus episodes. Yeah. We've done a lot this year. Oh, yeah. Even even in Rona times. I'd like to think that our podcast has helped propel the team this far, you know? I, I like to think so, I mean, too. statistically speaking, uh, we <laughs> play better when we record podcasts. Right. So. Yeah, it, it, it is true. All right, guys, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sharp Cheddar GB and YouTube at Sharp Cheddar Green Bay. We are missing our, uh, our, our co-host, Matt. He is off on vacation i hope he enjoys his honeymooning <laughs> honeymooning whatever he's doing right now i don't see why but, he can't join us but yeah yeah whatever maybe maybe they'll have internet where he is no excuses play like a champion right hank yeah absolutely all right guys let's crack them there's love that sound all right joe what are you drinking today uh in honor of new year's eve drinking a little champagne a little bubbly uh, in my Packers koozie here. I got a little bit on the spotted moo cow. I'm going to double up Hank. I'm also drinking some, some moo cow. Oh. That was, that was still, this is from the stash that was delivered from the beer ferry way back when. So this is still, <laughs> oh, going, wow. this is still going strong. I yeah. drank that a long time ago. Uh, my, mine is a, Gift from the home of our very dear friend Noel. Nice. Ah. I have so much beer for the for this week in the playoffs. I was showing the guys earlier. I've got four thirty racks of Miller Lights next. No, oh, it's so awesome. It's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be a very extra special New Year's Eve special. It's, we're probably going to go long and rant a little bit. We don't have to work tomorrow, so you know we don't have to. Yep. Have to control ourselves but let's get let's get into quarter one and talk about what everybody wants to talk about us beating the living hell out of tennessee awesome yeah baby that that was beautiful i mean for the last month or so i i just kept telling telling you guys uh looking at you joe and matt who's not here to defend himself (laughs) uh, as you guys were negative about our quote-unquote mediocre wins I was just telling you I I have faith in this team I think we got this and they proved me right um Matt said he wanted us to to send a message to to the rest of Cheesehead Nation that he's still disappointed in the performance (laughs) (laughs) so I'm I'm just pumped about the way that team looked that is a if we play like that for four more weeks we win the Super Bowl period that, that that's what it is we need to win four more games whether or not we get the one seed we need four more wins like that and if we play like that in those four games nobody's stopping us I don't care about the Chiefs I don't care about Pat Mahomes who has 16 dropped interceptions this year a yeah. new NFL record like sorry sorry Rodgers doesn't have anything close to that so that like the best I am so pumped there. about the way we looked and I'm ready for us for that win to propel us to the Super Bowl. Wow. Hank, you just maybe want to like do a little drill, you know, a little route for him. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, Aaron, Aaron himself said that uh, 
you know, that, that people have been saying that we've had these ugly wins and that was our response against a playoff bound team in the Titans for sure. Most certainly our most complete game, which we've been saying we need to, we can't taper off in the second half. We definitely didn't do that. Um, that was just though, like beyond the fact that we played well and we'll talk about some of the more implications for Aaron and, and Devante, like that was just the most beautiful game. I knew it was going to be special Sunday night. I knew it was going to be cold. The snow started coming down and it did not disappoint. Like that was such a good game. And the frozen tundra was in full effect, like showing the world that come through Lambo. Let's go. That I could not have asked for a better birthday present than that game. I mean, that was, that was something. I mean, also Hank, you said whether or not we get the one seed, if we play like that for four more games, we are that includes this next one. We are going to win if we play like that. And that means we will get the one seed. And I mean, right. this is just amazing that we're in this position because last year we were in the position to get the two seed and we almost gave it away because the offense really, it wasn't quite clicking like it is now. Like the offense, but Devontae and Aaron, it is unstoppable. Devontae is yeah. unguardable at this point. It, it's crazy. Yeah, they, they are on a different level. And I, I just want to clarify if I, when I was saying whether or not we get the one seed, I meant regard if we get the one seed or end the bye or not, we need four wins. So if oh. we beat the Bears, that's one. And then we get the bye and yeah. during the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. No, guys, we're the hottest team in the league. <clears throat> Hands down. Oh, yeah. Gotta be. I mean, I'm sorry. Tyree Kill can can suck it like he has nothing on Devon all he has is the speed he doesn't have any of the like actual skill that Devontae has so that's Devontae is the best route runner in football absolutely and I think the best hands I mean some of the some of the shit he catches it it looks like he just has glue on his gloves and it's just like (laughs) Sticks immediately yeah like that used to his first touchdown he makes the move to this fucking post and just stretch, stretches for it. amazing. And then in, yeah. late in the game, it looked like there was no chance, and he caught it like way down towards the ground. It was amazing. Yeah, and that's it, the way that the that's the way that's the way that Jordy Nelson used to look. And I I always remember thinking there was no way in hell Aaron Rodgers is ever going to have that kind of connection with another receiver. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's even better with Devontae. Yeah, and, well, and we'll you got too, but yeah, but you. One of the things I loved seeing was Aaron um, really like pouring on the praise with how, how he said that the best player he had ever played with was Woodson. And then this past, after this last game, he was like, I'm sorry, you got to put Devonte into that, into that conversation. So that, that is yeah. some high praise yeah. from Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah. That, that's pretty special. He'd got he, him, uh, got him as 99 in Madden. You, you gotta, you gotta and, love how our run defense played, though. I mean, our yeah, run defense. Exactly. I, I was stressed, like legitimately stressed out that our run defense was gonna, like, that Derrick Henry was just gonna pull a Dalvin Cook from whenever the last time we played the Vikings. I thought that Derrick Henry was just gonna run for three hundred yards. It was good. Aaron was gonna have to get into a shootout because of it. Mock, yeah. I mean, he had a couple big ones still, but like not anything to, to keep the momentum going. 
Who that, we held we held him was, under a hundred yards, Joe. We held Derrick Henry time, under hundred yards. That is a he was, win in my book. He was he was on a streak of like seven or eight away games with over a hundred yards, and we yeah. were the team to stop that streak, which you love to see. I mean, for a team that Matt will remind you is not known for the <laughs> the run defense, like <laughs> being able to shut down the probably the best running back in the league. Not and probably. He's him, easily the best running back in football. Yeah, and hold him under 100 yards in a in a game with snow that calls for the run. Like yeah. that's when you see those guys put up the big numbers is because everything's a little bit slipperier and you have no option but to run. And and so to see the the defense, the run defense in particular, really step up, it was was awesome. I wonder what the odds were before the game that A.J. Dillon would have more yards than Derrick Henry. <laughs> Probably very, very high. <laughs> uh-huh. I, want talk, I want to talk about that kid, but, yeah, I mean, the defense is playing some of their best ball since all season. They're getting hot. Yeah. We had two picks on a, on a good – Dude, Corey Davis was – had three. Corey Davis did not have one catch. He's on yeah, that Kings, but I'm, I'm happy about that. I, yeah, I, if, For those, those of you who don't know – I am the curse of DraftKings. If I pick you, <laughs> you are bound to under – you get the snowflake instead of the fire or even, like, a normal performance. So, I picked uh, Corey Davis, Tannehill, and Derrick Henry. And let me tell you, my team sucked this week. So, you're welcome, Packers fans. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, hey, you're, you're definitely going to pick Montgomery and uh, Allen Robinson this week, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, I know I'm going to lose if I do that, but I, I do it for the for the Packers, for the team. Do it for the good it'll of the team. It'll all be worth it. Yeah, it'll all be worth it uh, once we get that, that Super Bowl reign. So uh, I, I'm about it. I just hope that the team recognizes the sacrifices I've made and sends me a ring um, or one of the <laughs> mini replica trophies. <laughs> I, 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 do think, I wish we had Matt on here because we do need to talk more about the defense, like two picks, Darnell Savage. Stop he, Savage should have had a, another. Uh, yeah, he, he could have had a third. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it, it, the, the defense is stepping up. They're getting hot when you need them to get hot, which is what you'll have to see. I mean, they you have these – You know, and the defense looks ready to rock against anybody. Look, guys, the defense I, don't, looks, I don't know if you guys remember. You guys might be too young for this, but I don't know. If, you know, 2010, we were 10 and 6. And the whole team started getting hot right at the end of the season, mm-hmm. rolling into the playoffs. You know, yeah. a, a, all, all of the announcers were saying, if the Packers get in, they're not the team you want to play. I, I'm, I'm getting flashbacks here. No one wants to play us, bro. Let's go. Oh, yeah. And then um, does any – so I, I have one more point to bring up in quarter one, then I think we should move on. But uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up uh, EQ getting a huge touchdown. Notre I was Dame waiting boys. for it. I thought that was going to be your first play. Yeah. No, setting up the Packers for the rest of the season, setting up Notre Dame to have a huge week this week against, <laughs> I don't even know, some team from down south. I mean, EQ, I told you guys all, all year if he didn't get hurt, he was going to have a big, a big year. And unfortunately, he got hurt. But now that he's back, he's crushing it. You know, I, I, I think that as of as of the last one week, he's averaging one touchdown a game. I think that he'll continue 
a streak <laughs> like that moving forward. I mean, I think to move us into into the second quarter, we should talk about the yeah. rookie uh, in AJ Dillon um, breakout game. Yes. 120 plus yards and two touchdowns. 124 yards, two touch touchdowns. That that boy. Right. I, I I hope Omar, can you can you say you're wrong or are you gonna wait? I, I'm gonna wait. However, I <laughs> hope I hope that I can say that I I was wrong. I am on the record saying I do not believe in AJ Dillon. I think it was a reach for Goody. It was a fantastic performance, but the Tennessee Titans are not exactly you know, the best run defense in the league. I loved what I saw. It, it, he definitely added a power back element to the game. Yeah. We have not really had that. We definitely, like Aaron Jones is not a power back. He's a very shifty, like finesse kind of running back. But Tennessee gives up an average of 117 yards a game. So, yeah, but, on the to, ground, have, so. but to have A.J. Dillon break, break that alone like that doesn't I, I know I know hey hey I, I'm telling you I am here I am here saying I hope that after this next week I can say that I was wrong I mean what have All right. would, I hope would, so Jamal, too. would Jamal or Jones have had those runs those touchdowns were on like dive plays so they're playing him as the power back and he sprinted through there obviously we have an extremely good the best o-line in, in the league but he broke some tackles and he looked good. He looked speed. He definitely did. And that's what I'm saying. He he brought a power back. Joe, he yeah. brought a power back element that we didn't have before, which but he, I, I love to see. I just don't know. He, I, can he do that against the Bears? Can he do that against Akeem Hicks? I don't know. He's got a great combination of speed and power, though. I mean, when he was talking about on his first touchdown run, he, he was like, I got open field on a safety. And I knew I was scoring a touchdown. It wasn't even a question. Like that safety wasn't going to tackle me. And I love <laughs> that kind of that kind of confidence. But also knowing whether he runs over a safety or jukes him out. Like he has the ability to do either. Yeah. Like he he's not as tall as Derrick Henry, obviously. But he's still but, way taller than most other running backs. Right. He's he's got. That that's what makes Derrick Henry so dangerous. And again, I'm not trying to say that he's on that level yet. Hopefully he gets there, but I, I'm not holding my breath. But he has Derrick Henry is so dangerous because he runs like a combination of a fullback's power with a halfback speed. Yeah. And AJ Dillon kind of had the in that game, he showed that he can run like that. Yeah. Um, but I will say on the on the flip side, you also have the Eddie Lacy, which is kind of what he reminds me of. And he can either – he can, so, so what I'm saying is like Eddie Lacy, when he, was, when he was running hard, when he was running well, he was amazing. But Dylan could either he, – he's at a fork in the road right now, and he yeah. can either follow Derrick Henry or Eddie Lacy. And I pray to God he follows Derrick Henry. I hope we don't have to put him on a weight loss plan. Jesus, dude. That'd be terrible. No, I mean, you know. No, that's what I'm saying, though. His breakout game, he hadn't had, I think he had like 20, 24 carries before that game. So, and it's because Jamal was out. Aaron was dealing with something. But I think regardless of how much stock you put in that performance, which was very good and encouraging, what is positive and good is, 
down the stretch, we have this whole nother option that we haven't even explored. No one has film on. He's fresh. He's thick. Mm -hmm. He's running over guys to get into the goal line. Um, if we need him, I, I think Jamal is fine. But if we need him, we've got him. And if we don't want to get innovative and, and Matt LaFleur throws him out for something and it ends up working out, like that's that's awesome. I, I, well, I honestly think – I don't want to jump back into quarter one, but I do honestly think that uh, LaFleur was saving that type of running game for the Tennessee game because LaFleur was the offensive coordinator for the Titans. But also, I, think, I think that he wanted to show – that he can go from being what everybody has described. You know, Colin Coward's always describing the Packers as a finesse team. He can go from a finesse offense to a power offense. I just, I just hope that it, I hope that it carries forward. And I do think Joe, I do think that you are spot on when you talk about like the freshness. If, if you have Aaron Jones, who is one of the top, I don't know, three to five running backs in the country right now. Uh, you have him as your starter, obviously, but then you have Jamal who can come in and run a similar game plan as Aaron Jones. If you need yeah. him with some tenacity. And then you also have, you also have AJ Dillon. Who's very like all three of them can split that load. They're very fresh coming into the playoffs, especially in these games where hopefully we're going to have every playoff game at Lambeau. I mean, we're looking at a, a at a dangerous combo in the backfield, and that doesn't even touch on the the wideouts of you know Devonte and Equinamius St. Brown. Well, <laughs> Come on, that's what I want to mention. I mean, obviously, the frozen tundra did not affect our pass game and Aaron Rodgers in his MVP performance. But like, if it would have, and we need to run the ball more, well, here we go. We've got the rookie out of Boston College to fucking ram it up your so face. So let, let's just assume that A.J. Dillon just crushes it this week and plays a prominent role in our road to hoisting Aaron's second Lombardi trophy. Do we what know? Does, what, does, what does that mean for Aaron Jones? I think one, one of the things that or, I or, coming... or what does that mean for Jamal? Like, what does it mean so, for the current backfield? One of the things I keep coming back to is that Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams have both said very publicly, I want to retire a Green Bay Packer. And I know that a lot yeah. of guys will say that in the past, but they have this like brotherhood. Yeah, they also both have this background of not really um, getting the respect that they feel like they deserved at a young age. And then they earned that shit out of college with the Green Bay Packers. So yeah. I, I, think that they they want to stay together they want to stay with the Packers maybe they are willing to take some pay cuts do I think that we'll keep both of them around if AJ Dillon's crushing it no but I wouldn't rule it out of the question just based on how they've talked I mean Aaron reportedly like he fired his agent and it was reportedly because that agent wasn't make coming close to making a deal with the Packers like he cares more about the Packers than he does his agent. So yeah. I, I think that says a lot. Um, my money would still be on. We're only going to bring one of them back, but if they are, if they care more about the team and the legacy than they do about the money and they can get money elsewhere, 
through ads or whatever, then maybe they maybe they take some pay cuts to stick around. And yeah, Hank, you're right. I mean, LaFleur has said that Aaron Jones is like the epitome of a team player. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of see what Omar's getting at. I mean, we'll see down the stretch because a big, big playoff performance from any one of those guys could totally switch the narrative and say, hey, this is the guy. We got to sign that guy. Um, or um, a big, a big touchdown in the Super Bowl can help those negotiations. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just worried if the cap actually goes down, which I've seen a lot of articles that are saying the cap might just stay the same. But if it does go down, I mean, we, we also have to worry about Devontae. This next year is going to be Devontae's last year Bro, on contract. He's, he's got to stay, Packer. With his connection, to I, I agree. I mean, if Goody lets Devonte walk, yeah. I mean, if Goody lets Devonte walk, that's one of the that will send him right right into the annals of Packers history as the worst GM move of all time. But let's talk about this now because now we've got besides the God. Rest- I wish we had the NBA rules where captain wasn't a thing. We'd be so much better than everyone. Because everyone wants to, everybody wants to be a Packer. With the exception of like the flashy wide receivers who want to go live in Miami and go to the clubs every other night. Like everybody who's just. If you're a serious football player, you want to be a Packer. Yeah. Really don't want to be a fucking bear, dude. (laughs) Or a a lion. All right. We we do, I I don't want to labor this too much, but we do have one other big thing to discuss with regards to the Packers' future going forward. And that is us signing Snacks Harrison off of waivers. Yeah, tell us about that. Omar. Huge, that. huge move. I was mm-hmm. I, I was on the record before the season started. I wanted that to happen. That his dumbass went and signed with Seattle. They, you know, he probably thought that he could help their turn them back into the Legion of Boom. Omar, who was he playing? Because he said they said he was sitting to allow a younger player start on Seattle. Who? Yeah. Was that person good? Who was that? Who's- I, I I don't I don't know who that was. But so I according know- to him, according to Snacks on Twitter, he was like, he was like, I think he's going to be a very good player in the NFL. He needs a little bit of development, but like I'm I'm fine, fine with that. And he he was also saying like, I don't mind sitting to let a younger guy get the experience and get the reps, but I also want to be able to make an impact on the team and i think hey that's the point i i think the fact that uh pete carroll made him a healthy scratch this past week yeah i mean that's just insane how do you take a first team all pro that has been contributing in your defense that all year has been dog shit and we'll get we'll get into seattle in the fourth quarter i've got a lot to say about seattle but you you have you have this player there's a former first team all pro he's contributing and then you make him healthy scratch. Mm-hmm. Like w- what are you doing here? And then, yeah. so Pete Carroll said that snacks Harrison said that he didn't want to play anymore. Right. Obviously that is not the That's case not because yeah. he told Brian Gutekinds that he's going to report and well, he's going to play. Yeah. Yeah. He said, so other people were like, even before the news about the Packers came out, someone was like, do you plan to play again this season if you can go to a, a playoff team? And he didn't reply until after he signed. And then he was like, bingo, 
Yeah, so exactly. I think he he probably had a short list of teams he was willing to sign with. And when the Packers came calling after he got put on waivers, we obviously were both on the same page of like he wants to contribute now to a playoff team that has a chance to win a Super Bowl. And I think he can do that with the Packers. I mean, we've talked hundred yeah, percent. We've talked again. I mean, this is not the first yeah. time this has happened. Look at last year. Terrell Suggs got released from the Cardinals, went went to the Chiefs, and like I think it was week, you know, fifteen or sixteen or something like that. Like it was really late in the year. And then Terrell Suggs is one of the reasons that the the Chiefs defense was able to go on the run that they did. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this Sorry. is this is not unprecedented. Yeah, it's not unprecedented, and I think it could have a huge impact. That was that middle run stoppage was one of the biggest like weaknesses in our defense. And obviously, this week we turned it around. We played really well, but I don't think having another guy who's proven to be able yeah. to stop the run is going to hurt us. Like it, it, it's definitely going to help. Um, you know, I, I don't think that Lowry or Lancaster or even Kiki, for that matter, have had the impact on the run. No, nope. they've oh, been able to get in on some passes. Yeah, they've been able to the, get the, in the on the some passes. The defense has been playing fine. I mean, he yeah, I, I yeah, he's fine, but he's not he's not the run stopping force that we need. Yeah, all, all of a sudden you have you have Z and Kenny Clark and Snacks that those three alone can take five or six offensive linemen on any I, given run play. Look, I'm encouraged by it, especially given the fact that Omar and you guys are, have always talked about this guy. I hope that he's got an attitude problem. I think that it clears it up that the fact that he wants to play for a playoff team. Does he mix well with the D train? Like, is he a good locker room guy? I don't know. We obviously can use him to stop the D. Um, I don't know how we're going to use him with all the younger guys we got with like Rashawn Gary and stuff. But, he, he doesn't uh, play the same position, Joe. Yeah, he's, a he's in interior. Yeah, he's so an he's interior defensive lineman. He he wouldn't take any Clark, snaps away Kiki. from. Yeah, Joe, he's Clark, Kiki, uh, Lowry, and Lancaster. It's well, going to yeah. be those. So he probably will. He'll probably replace Lancaster, like yeah. roster wise. But he's better than Lowry. I have to fight and, being in the defense for those snaps, baby. Yeah. Well, no, that's exactly what we want. Whether whether he's the guy or not, if if he can yeah. light a fire under the ass of Kiki or Lowry to yeah. to make the impact that we expect, then maybe it's worth it. And, and maybe he has maybe he has absolutely no impact whatsoever. I mean, we literally just claimed him off of waivers. It's very plausible. Sure, yeah. we, he just never sees a snap. But if he does, yeah. you know, he's not really going to take he's not going to take snaps away from any of our impact players. And, He's not going to take it away from Rashawn Gary. It's not going to take it away from Preston Smith. It's not going to take it away from Z. Like he would be, he would be taken away from those guys that Hank you're talking about that for the most part have been non-factors for most of the season. And I will say it it is very promising kind of going off what you said, if whether or not he has a huge impact, it's so promising, so exciting to see the front office, like make this kind of move in a struggling yeah. part of our team that says we can win a Super Bowl this year and I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that happens. You guys want another D lineman? We're bringing in another D lineman, you know. It is good because we we know damn well that they have not been doing that the rest of the season. Yeah. All right. 
it's good to see that out of Goody. I mean, Omar, do you see this as sort of like a, a Julius Peppers 2.0 kind of move? We're going to have. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Julius Peppers no. was a, he was the only, no, I won't say the only, but he was one of the best Ted Thompson free agent yeah. signings. Like this he is not a, a major free agent starter. signing. He was a major starter at the tail end of his career who wanted to try for a ring. Yeah. This is not what that is. This is this is this is a claim to a player that could potentially help us win now. Yeah. Yeah. Before Omar, you take us to halftime. I think we would be remiss if we don't comment on the the larger implications from the frozen tundra game against the Titans in two facts. We talked about these players in Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, but Rodgers in the snow, four tutties, basically locking up the MVP race. Uh, Let's hope. That's my Vegas money. How many touchdowns does he need? Like two or three to break his own record? He, uh, he needs two. He needs two to break his own record. He had 45 touchdowns in 2011. Give this guy his third MVP. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment if he gets third. There's only uh, – I was listening to this. There's only five other players in the history of the NFL that have three season MVPs, and it's like Jim Taylor and Johnny Unitas and, like, Brett Favre and Peyton Manning. It's, it's insane. Yeah, it, it is. That would be nuts. By the way, right before we move into halftime, I'm going to throw in a plug that Matt texted us earlier in the week. He is still – not on the fence with Mike Pettin as our defensive coordinator. He is <laughs> not happy with our defense. Wow. So let's move into halftime. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck that. We have to talk about Devontae still. We have not. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Give a quick nod. All right. Devontae getting that 99 in Madden. So, so yeah. deserved. He should have gotten it before the season, but Madden has their head up their asses. So, yeah. uh, Devontae finally getting that 99. Uh, Z finally getting – unsnubbed for his pro bowl like we had seven pro bowlers leading the league okay but let's let's talk about let's talk about these pro bowlers who got snubbed for a second what about robert tunyon that's ridiculous yeah there's no no chance that tunyon should have gotten left out third yeah bobby t who was the um kittle was giving him praise yeah they trained together they trained together together in the offseason Kittle was like are, are you guys kidding me like he's got more touchdowns than any other tight end he he is except, right. except for maybe top 10 actually let's, let's top see 10 of all touchdowns yeah I think so. yeah, yeah. Mark, check those I mean, the fact, uh, I'm checking the fact that we had I think he has 11 players. on the year which is insane the like he had seven players to the Pro Bowl guys like that hasn't happened for us in a while and I think it's finally catching up to the rest of the league that's saying, hey, this Packers team is fucking good. Um, the last thing I wanted to say about Devontae, though, is um, obviously his teammates crowned him on the side on the sideline. He had three touchdowns. He is there. He's the player to watch in the Bears game now. Um, he is he could very theoretically break a number of extremely difficult uh, records in franchise history. He is like four away from breaking the all-time season reception record. He needs four to beat Sterling Sharp. He needs uh, receptions. Receptions for a season of Sterling oh, wow. Sharp, um, which would be awesome because he is like the possession yeah. receiver for us. He need he needs like 
200 to break Jordy Nelson's yards for a season. And then I think he, I don't, I forget this what is this with him missing three games. Yeah. 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 Could it's you guys crazy. imagine the numbers, the numbers he would put up in a healthy season? And we are literally witnessing probably the best season that a Packers wide receiver has ever had. Like, all right, guys, I got, yeah. I got some, I got some funny, some tight end stats for you. Number one in the league for touchdowns is Travis Kelsey, 11 touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, arguably the, the greatest wide, res, wide receiving touchdown or tight end in history. Number two, Robert Tunyon with 10. Let's go. Number three is Darren Waller all the way down to eight. I mean, like this is insane. Darren and, Waller is a monster. Look at – wait, let's, let's talk specifically NFC because that's who we lost to. Isn't it Hawkinson and Ingram? Look at Ingram's yeah. stats. It's ridiculous. I don't know. They're going based on Ingram. name and not stats. It's it's bullshit. Evan Ingram like, has, he has like two touchdowns. It, it is one touchdown. One touchdown. One touchdown. One touchdown. And he beat out Tanyan for the for the Pro Bowl. They have yeah. like he has like an extra like 20 yards or something, but one touchdown. Hey, we got big, big Bob and big dog on the tight end core. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> big Bob, Tony, and big dog, Mercedes. All right, guys, I'm cutting it off. We're going into halftime. All right. Let's get our shots ready. Here. I'm going to take a, a nice pull out of my new uh, Packers Needlepoint flask. Very classy. Well, Santa was good to me, so hope it was good to you as well. I am going with my my handy Grand Marnier. This bottle started yeah. started the season way up here, and I've really only had shots for this podcast. So this is I wanna say that you should just get rid of it, but at this point in time, you might just need to like salvage it or get a new one because like it's been working. So. Oh, oh, I I'm definitely I'm having that every time we record for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah, All right, boys. Yeah, I got my my weird bourbon moonshine kind of thing here uh, so go cheers pack. boys cheers go pack go fuck fuck the bears. bears and double fuck the bears this week all right let's talk for a second were there any games that surprised you this past week i know we had yeah. the christmas day games we had the saturday games and then we had you know some weird shit happen on sunday but what games specifically surprised you in you know the way that they were supposed to turn out, Omar, I, I mean, had not watching any other fucking football team. We're the only team that matters right now. All right, Hank, I'm no gonna ask you. Matters to play our game. I mean, the Jets are on a, a hot streak, you know. Right. Yeah. What's more ridiculous than that? Lost quite a bit of money on that. I, I did a parlay with the Browns and us. Um. Two other teams, I, I don't remember which, but I they were the only one that lost it for me. I, I'm very disappointed. More in the in the Jets than the Browns. Cause like the Jets, the Browns like whatever. That that's very brown like of them, but the Jets, the only thing they have to play for was the number one draft pick and they blew that. So I guess that's very Jets like as well. But that that game surprised me <clears throat> i i would agree with you except for the fact that right before the game like literally friday night 
all of their receivers, like everything they had to go on the COVID list. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a believer. I'm probably one of the few, but I'm a believer in Baker Mayfield as a quarterback. But yeah. he's, he's, not, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to be able to come no. in and carry that team yeah. without Jarvis Landry, without Higgins. Like, yeah, I should also note thing. that I, I placed the bet before that news and it wouldn't let me change my bet. Uh, so, because I placed the bet in a state where I could legally place the bet, and then I came back to DC, so oh, I couldn't no. realize it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Seattle beating the Rams. Bad because I I and I'm gonna get more into this in the fourth quarter, but I am not a believer believer in Seattle. I mean, everybody has been so high on Seattle's dick. The entire year, even when they play poorly, everybody just thinks that they're the, the greatest up and coming team. I mean, they they've been averaging twenty five points a game all season, and they're they're they couldn't like the Rams couldn't beat that. The Rams, you know, apparently have the best defense in football. What's going on there? I mean. Maybe Sean McVay is not. Maybe What's Sean McVay is not the uh, offensive nah, that, makes, that we're thinking of. See, that surprised me, but it also made me excited because before this week, we kept asking who's the team you don't want to play in the playoffs, and I think a few of us kept saying the Rams. After that one, I think they took a step Neither back. Rams, they I, I, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm after that one. I I agree. It was a little bit surprising, but in a good way for me i it just solidified how excited and confident i am moving forward yeah so speaking of moving forward uh why don't we talk a little bit about the next game the hold up we uh, gotta crack our next beers oh true what are you doing you're missing stuff but i wanted to crack this fresh highlight i was gonna say i'm not surprised but the fact that the cardinals lost to the niners was kind of like okay well the cardinals are Hold barely in the playoffs now, and they gave the Bears a shot against us. So it's extremely relevant to our next quarter. But before we move into that, we're going to do halftime stuff. Um, my shout out this week I have a couple, obviously. First and foremost, the Johnsonville Brats, the best and the only brat in the game, perfect for your tailgate Sunday. The official, unofficial sponsor, Bratwurst sponsor of Sharp Shutter Green Bay podcast, which, by the way, it seems like Washington, D.C. has no more. Cheddar and beer brats. I've been looking everywhere. Yeah, come on, Johnsonville. Get get on your shit. (laughs) (laughs) We'd really appreciate if you could sell to more of the grocery stores out here. My um mine only has the mine only has the pre-cooked Johnsonville brats, which like they still do the job. They're still I thought they they were pretty good ones. They were good. Oh yeah, they were they're good, but but I need I need the traditional, you know. Yeah. Yeah. My um my second my secondary shout out this week though goes to um the Cheesehead Factory Fomation folks uh, who keep giving us love on Instagram but haven't sent us any cheeseheads yet so we're we're waiting on that one <laughs> but um yeah I mean we missed uh, missed Hammies this week it was kind of weird but we did it at my place it worked out well it was a long day for me um, player but, of the week Joe yeah yeah you're welcome. I do my best. Two-time winner, player of the Two-time week. Two-time winner, player of the week. Joe Two-time. might have missed the entire second half of the game, but Ken, Ken I mean, he was pre- he was physically present. 
I've got a, I've got a, well, I've got a one game, a one week lead, two game lead on, on both of y'all. Can anybody catch me in the playoffs? I don't think so. It's playoff mode already. Yeah, um, it is playoff well, mode. Uh, we were drinking Challenge some. Accepted. Yeah, we were drinking some high life, uh, tall glass bottles. That was awesome. That was a good time. We had uh, to put those away before the game. Yeah. Uh, one third in fantasy, so I got my money back. Um, and my the last shout out I wanted to give to was uh, to Christina though, Omar. She was great. She brought a spread over. She was like cleaning up. She was she was being a sweetheart. So shout yeah, out yeah, she, she's a good one. Yep. Yeah. So let let let's give yeah, a formal I'll... shout out to Hammies. I mean, we Hamilton's Bar and Grill, ha- Lambo on the Hill. You know we yeah. We miss you guys. As soon as you're able to open up again, we're, we, we feel you. This, everything they're doing in D.C. right now, it makes no sense. But, you know, yeah. it, and, it is what it is. And to everyone listening, if you can support these small bars and restaurants that have been crushed by COVID, obviously, sometimes it's easier or more appetizing to just grab something from a chain restaurant or something that has a bunch of financial backing. But the, the ones that really need the help right now are the small, um, smaller bars like Hamilton. So the if you can holler Americans, right. So if you can support right. them, uh, obviously we know those guys from Hammy's, but anyone in your area, like it's important right now. Um, in addition, uh, Spotted Cow, Nuclearis, uh, or Miller High Life. Love we're you still, guys. We're both. still out here from either of you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, my phone line is open. Yeah. So, guys, can I do something unprecedented this halftime? Sure, why not? I was gonna do uh, maybe a little, uh, a little, round, a little non-Packers lightning round from from <clears throat> Joey G here. And what I was just, non-Packers hey, lightning round? Yeah, what do you guys think about this uh, this Rose Bowl tomorrow, huh, Hank? Roll fucking oh, time. Very excited as a as a Notre Dame fan, as you may have noticed. Um, I mean, we can't. There, there's nothing we could do wrong. It, the spread, according to Vegas, is literally that we just get our doors blown off. So we just show up to the game. Like people are going to be surprised. I also do think that we have a shot. I agree that Bama deserves to be favored. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm. I, I think it's ridiculous that people are pretending like we shouldn't even show up tomorrow. Um, I, I'm very excited. Hopefully we can shock the world. Um, is it 55? Bama, Bama's offense is great, but they haven't played a decent defense this year. Like none of the defenses in the SEC are what they used to be. So putting up 50 points against fucking Ole Miss while giving up 40 points against Ole Miss isn't right. a great showing. So all of a sudden you play a good defense. I'm not saying we're going to shut them out, but I'm saying we can hold them to what 34, and we can put up 37, Hank, 40. Hank, I, I, I admire, yeah, your optimism. <laughs> I, I really do. Uh, I mean, I, I watched that ACC championship with you. Yeah, did you and watch the, the fact? First the time fact that you time. even said the word "shut out" is just, um, I mean, unless it was going the other way. <laughs> oh, no, but. That's what I'm saying is the announcers are pretending that, oh, they got to like shut completely shut down 
Bama to win this game. And that's not the case. If we can hold them in the 30s, our offense looked like shit in that Clemson game, but we've all seen the Packers have a, a bad game. If we can uh, yeah. step it up to our – like, we've put up 50 against other teams. In our first game against Clemson, which is a, the number two team in the country, we still put up in the 30s in regulation. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not expecting us to win if it's 55 to 50. I'm saying we have a shot to hold them in the 30s and us score in the 30s. So, so you're saying you have, we have, a, you have a shot to cover the spread? No, I'm saying we have a shot to win a 37-31 game. Five points, though, Hank. What? The spread is like 33. It's 20. <laughs> well, but I also think that that spread is ridiculous. We beat Clemson already. Oh, man. Like, the, the top three teams have one combined loss, and it's to Notre Dame. <laughs> All I got to say like, is RTR, baby, real fucking Todd. On that oh man, Roll Joe is high. Joe. Oh man, gosh. Joe is Joe's wit. Nope. Well, I, I I'm an I'm an independent consultant here. I have nothing oh. to do. I have nothing to do with either team. And I'm saying, Hank, I admire I admire everything that you just said. If you guys pull it out, I I, 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 I don't even know. I don't know. I, I will buy you a, a, a steak in Vegas or something. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> Matt owes me – when we win, we win. Matt owes me money, FanDuel owes me money, and Omar owes me a steak. So I'm <laughs> I'm feeling pretty cocky right now. Go Irish, baby. All, All right. right, boys. Let's now. get into the third quarter. Yes. Let's talk about the Bears. The Bears, Bears are fucking suck. Yeah, Omar's right. got his Bears still suck shirt. I've got a uh, Go Packers and Fuck the Bears shirt on. <laughs> I am so ready. We have not had a Week 17 Bears week. This is huge. It's 2013, boys. Wow. It has been two since 2013. Didn't we end up? Didn't we end up? Uh, that was more? that was the crazy Aaron Rodgers coming back from collarbone yeah. surgery. Hail yeah. Mary pass to Randall Cobb. Yeah, and this like team is so much better than that. So much better. I mean, I'm excited. The stakes couldn't be bigger too. The Bears somehow have a chance at the playoffs now with the Cardinals losing, and obviously we're playing for frozen tundra to fucking Tampa, so. Yeah, I mean, Matt LaFleur said it. He said that this is a playoff game. We're treating it like a playoff game. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> like I said, we need to win four games to win the Super Bowl. I would much rather do it right now against the Bears than have the elimination game in, in the first round of the playoffs. So I, I think that we should treat it like a playoff game. Uh, I'm glad that the team is approaching it that way. Uh, it, and again, if we play like we did against Tennessee, I think that the Bears are going to call their – they're going to – So let, let's talk for a second. Yell uncle at halftime. Do you want to talk about the actual matchup? Because, I mean, I, I think this is – this is a it's, – it's not – in my opinion, this is a must win for the Packers. And not 100% in the, it's a must-win. In the sense of Packers. making it to the playoffs or whatever it is, it is this is a must-win. 
We have been in this situation, and now we are in even a better situation. If we win this game, the, the NFC goes through Lambeau. That is a must-win, must-need. We have been here. We've got to get over that hump, and we've got to fucking do it. And it's against the Bears. This is huge. It could have been We've just got to prove, kind of like New England has for so long, that like we own – we now own the NFC. We need to win this game. Not only do we run the NFC North, but if you're a borderline playoff team, it, we don't give a shit. Like, we're going to beat you. We're going to end your season. Come Like, it doesn't matter. Picking the Bears out of the playoffs is going to be so satisfying. But the sad, the sad oh, thing is that yeah. the Bears still might make it. <laughs> I, and that's fine. Hey, like, whatever. Don't I, care. I, I personally do not have any fear of the Chicago Bears whatsoever. Win and get the one seed. That's Bears. Yes. We need to win the game. If they make it in because the Cardinals lose, fine. Whatever. Don't give a shit. And then we won't see them again unless they somehow pull off the massive upset. And in which case, I will thank them for beating the, at that point, Saints. And it won't matter. And then we get to play the Bears at home for For the NFC championship. The NFC championship. Like, awesome. Cool. Like, I don't care if they make the playoffs. I care about the one seed. So let, let, let's talk for a second. I mean, aside from the fact that Hank is going to play Montgomery and Allen Robinson in DraftKings, which means they're not going to score any points. Let's talk Should for I a second play their about defense too. What's that? Yeah, play their defense. Play? Yeah. Cool. Hey, Whatever. Um, I got to take a piss break. I'm going on mute for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Omar. All right. Well, let's talk for a second about the fact that they, they've gone on a three-game win streak, all right? The Bears' three-game win streak has been against the Texans, the Vikings, Trash. and the Jaguars. Yeah, so those teams, teams and a team that all the, they could have been good and then they fell apart the last month. Yeah. Like, the Vikings have played like trash the last month. So, that's their one good win, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, not, not I mean, worried. it is it is what it is. And but before those, that, though, before but, but let's teams, talk about like it, those teams. Like everybody's been talking about Mitchell Trubisky, just playing lights out. Those teams average four hundred yards a game of total offense allowed by their defense. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and it's not, insane. Like how how is anybody actually believing in this? Yeah, and. and that's why I'm excited to watch Aaron and Devontae cook. I mean, they're just going to cook up a nice bear feast, uh, slice Ooh. it up beautifully, put it on the grill. Maybe like, put in it, some ramen. It with some caramelized onions. Oh, you know what you I know? could do is I could make a bear roast. I've got a big old bear hunk. And I could, we could grill it. Or I like that. It. I, I mean, feel like that would take way too long to cook, Joe. No, I yeah. think that sounds Flowers. awesome. We got, but it's got flex to 4.30 Eastern, so we can do that. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're willing to wake up at like 7 and put it on. Low and know. slow, baby. Low and slow yeah. on the grill. I'm not eating undercooked bear. I mean, no, you, know you want to you cook it. Yeah, that's, that's for the <laughs> – But, I mean, the bear sticks have been good luck. and you They know, have been. And, and I'm going to have some more bear sticks. It has been good luck. Fuck the bears. <laughs> I murdered one myself this year. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I made some bear ramen last night. It was very classy, very fancy. 
and very delicious. Um, just being fueled by the Wisconsin black bear population. And Packers are going to. So, so is there any part of this game, Joe, that you are nervous about? No, no. I mean, we're, we're supposed to be worried about David Montgomery and the, their run game and our run defense. We just showed the fact that we can hold the, the, the rushing king and Derrick Henry to under 100 yards. Like if, if the defense continues their momentum, it's going to be a blowout. Like, and like, yeah. what, what were you saying? They beat the Jags. Wow. They beat the Jags and scored 40 points on the, they beat the Texans Vikings and to get Trevor Lawrence in the draft. Like, no, there's nothing. Yeah. I, 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 lo- I absolutely love it when the NFL pundits and ESPN pundits go on these whole huge tirades on, who they actually love and who they don't love. And all of a sudden the bears have entered the top 10 of all these different power rankings. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like most high school football teams could probably at least keep up with the way the Vikings played against the saints. Yeah. Like the bears are, come on. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that, Again, like like I've been saying, if we can play like we did against Tennessee, there is not a single team in this league that scares me. I think I've said on every single episode that when they were five, when Bears were five and one, they were going to end eight and eight. Now they are going to end eight and eight because they're going to lose to the Green Bay Packers in Chicago on Sunday. Afternoon. They're eight and seven right now, right? Oh, I yep. mean, they have to be. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Hank, we we know that you're going to play. Allen Robinson, Montgomery, and the Bears defense and DraftKings. That will <laughs> solidify the win. What Knock is your – I mean, what, what, if, you're, if you're the Bears, what do you have to – what do you, like, go for? Like, what are they even like, oh, here's what we're going to do. Like, you can't stop our offense. Our defense is playing really well. Like, they're – Joe, Joe, they have Khalil Mack. Oh, fuck him, dude. I will say the one the one thing that I worry about, and I said it earlier, is if Akeem Hicks is playing, which I haven't looked up if he is or not. I actually I think don't. he is. So but if, I'm not if, it, if Akeem Hicks is playing, that will make the utilization of AJ Dillon much more difficult because he is a very good interior interior defensive lineman. However, that's gonna that's gonna take me back to quarter one. If if AJ Dillon is able to you know do whatever he does against Akeem Hicks, I I will admit on next week's podcast that oh. I was wrong about Dillon. Here we go. We'll hold you to that. All right. I mean, we we have we gotten an injury report? Do we know what Jamal's status is? Is it questionable? Is he gonna play at all? Um I'd I, like and see if Dylan... I haven't looked. I'm sure we could look I'm, it up. I'm going to look right, right now. now. I'm going to look right now. You'd think that Go after... look at like Rob Domofsky's Twitter. He usually tweets it out. You'd think that right, Wednesday. Want to play him? Let's look at Jamal Williams. Limited yeah, practice. He was a full practice today. All right. So we're awesome. fine. We have three fully healthy. So, yeah, we're going to have those three healthy. And Akeem Hicks was a full – he was full practice. Today. Yeah. So that is – NFL MVP at quarterback. Like, the Bears are fucked, dude. And the Bears still suck. 
and fuck the Bears. And, and Kingsley Kiki did not practice. Mercedes Lewis did not. Well, Mercedes Lewis never practices. It's fine. He's like 45. <laughs> we, we didn't have anybody else besides Kiki and, and Mercedes Lewis who did not practice today. Wow, that's like we're the healthiest we've been. Yeah. That, it might be. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a really good sign. Yeah. Uh, beware right. the rest of the league. All right, guys, let's let's go into predictions. Joe, not ninety nine to zero. I before yeah, pr- we'll close out Q three with the predictions. But I want to close out my own by saying, like what Matt was saying, like good luck to any team that comes up to fucking Lambeau in January. Uh, if that snow comes in again, that was beautiful. That was it, beautiful. it was it was immaculate. And to see the MVP Messiah fucking play ah in the snow is amazing. I mean, we we Lambo is the best home field advantage. And I will throw out some Omar stats for y'all got or guys this week. Rogers is twenty two and three at home in December. We just witnessed that, uh, and he is. I believe this is a fact. You guys can 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 check me on this. Rogers is sixty nine one and apparently one when leading at halftime at home. I believe that changed after last yeah. week to 71 and one. Okay. He's 71 <laughs> one when leading at half in Lambeau field flat out. That is home field advantage. Yeah, that that's huge. I'm pumped about that. All right. So Joe score prediction. It's going to be 99 to zero. All right. Number your second backup score prediction. Like, 72 to zero. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right. I'm going to go. I, I'm going to go a little bit closer than I normally would just because it's a divisional game. They always are close. So I'm going to go 30 to 20. I'm going to go 35, 21. And we're definitely going to cover that spread. But the Bears are not going to come. I don't, as think, as they dude, want. I don't think that Trubisky and Robinson and Montgomery are going to put up 21 points, y'all. The Titans just put up 14. I mean, especially not when I no. am playing them on draft. Maybe, maybe 10 <laughs> or 13. Fine, fine. Joe, I, I, will, I, will have a, I will have a secondary <clears throat> score prediction for just for you. I'm going to have a secondary score prediction. 52 to 10. Yeah, I think Rodgers is going to have seven – touchdowns in this game <laughs> set his own record all right boys let's get let's get into the fourth quarter here because there is still a lot of stuff going on around the nfc do we need to crack another beer i, I do so i've, 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 I've still got go some ahead. spotted cow I mean, it's New Year's Eve, guys i'm drinking champagne <laughs> um yeah so there's still a lot of stuff going on around the nfc that we need to take take consideration of if for whatever reason stuff does not happen the way that the universe thinks that it should and the bears win the saints win and the seattle seahawks win seattle gets the number one seed which is a joke what do you think is the likelihood of that happening Zero point eight percent. Zero percent. I think I'm closer to Joe on this one. The Seahawks play the um, 
Who would we play if we're because we would get the three seed too, wouldn't we? we would, if we lose, uh, yeah, yeah, we yes, get the three yes. seed. If we lose, we would so get who's, the three seed. Who's the six? The Bucks or somebody? Uh, Bucks Is it, would be it's five. It's the Rams or Bucks. It's the Rams or Bucks. I think it would be the Bucks. I don't want to play either of them the first round. Luckily, they'll be at home. <laughs> be great, but um, <clears throat> the Seahawks play the Niners, I believe. Yes. And the Niners played spoiler against the Cardinals. And, like, their defense is okay. Like, they got nothing to play for. But, like, Seattle sucks, man. I would not be surprised if they just blew it against the Niners. Who do the Saints play? It doesn't really matter, does it? The, no. the Saints play the, the Panthers. All so, right. it, I mean, it doesn't really matter what the, what the Saints do. I mean, the Saints could no, win. They could not win. Like, whatever. Well, but the Seahawks and us are really the two that matter for us. Well, we have a game up on the Saints. So if yeah. the Saints lost and it turned into a two-way tie with us in Seattle, do we get the two then? I I, I don't know. I I logic logic would say yes, but because then if we have the two, we get to host the Bears again. These are my, mathematical impossibilities that we're talking. My about. my preference is just beating the Bears, and none of this shit matters. So, so let's talk for a second about the Seahawks. I think I said in the in the first in the first quarter that I'm I'm kind of tired of hearing about how great Russell Wilson is. I'm kind of tired of hearing about how good Pete Carroll oh, is, oh, or DK Metcalf, like or DK Metcalf. You, you hear more like, about him than Devontae. Yeah, I mean, literally, the only thing the guy can do is run straight, really, really fast, and he's tall, so he and can jump over a five ten DB. I mean the. And and the the Seahawks have gone on a, I guess, four game win streak. Let let's see here. Over the past, let's, yeah, four, week 14, 15, and sixteen, they've beaten the New York Jets. Wow. They've beaten the Washington Football Team. Wow. And the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. Who That's the week good. before, but but the week before, lost to the, the Rams, fight. lost to the Jets. Yeah. The. Oh, that's they, what I'm saying. The average, the average points that those teams have put up since week eight is 21. We put up 30. Like, the, and everybody's been talking about how the, how the Seattle how the Seattle defense is playing much better. Jamal Adams is playing great. You know that Carlos Dunlap acquisition was amazing. Like, let's get real here. Those those are not those the Seahawks are not playing real offenses get real omar can i can i make a i don't know a point or a question why is it that with the way that the packers have played historically with the way that all of our players love playing for green bay we win super bowls we make the playoffs we do all this shit so well why do announcers hate us it seems like they are so much more willing to, like, pour praise onto a, a fine Seattle team or the Niners or the Chiefs, whoever it is. And, you, and like, that's why I'm like, you can't I'm say fine small with market. Personally, I'm, I'm fine with that. I no, mean, I, I am too. I just don't but, understand it. Yeah, it, it doesn't really make any sense. You can't even stay small market because, like, the Chiefs are now the darlings of the world. And they're in a, the second yeah. smallest market, I believe, to us. Hank, I hate to say it, but what's going to happen is 
give AR-12 a second ring and we'll shut everyone up. And Agree. Yeah. I, but honestly, I don't know they, this, will, this segment, this segment, this segment, it should be about the Seahawks. I don't Fine. understand. <laughs> I don't understand why the Seahawks are getting so much love here. We when, dominated I mean, last year in Lambo. We dominated. That was the, that, I mean, it wasn't a blowout, but we handedly won in Lambo in the playoffs. And we held Fun it. Fact, we held the game, repeat, we held Aaron, the game the whole time. Russell Wilson has never won a football game in Lambeau Field. Never. Because he's a fucking tool, dude. Yeah. He is I, the definition of a tool. I mean, this this is this is crazy. I mean, their offense, Russell Wilson is praised as this offensive god. Their offense puts up 21 points a game. Like I'd I mean, rather play, yeah. It's been I'd rather a, play them than like Tampa. Oh, I'd rather play hundred percent. I'd play Rams and then the Seahawks. But it is interesting because maybe a month or a, two months ago, we were like, damn, that West division is pretty good. And then they all kind of exposed themselves. And like, Yeah, the Cardinals oh, and Niners like, just fell apart. The Cardinals just lost, and the Rams are trash, and the Seahawks we knew had a lot of liabilities. Like, And now we have an inside man when it comes to Seattle. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's a chance that we signed him to – pick his brain on what Seattle does. And I, if that's the case, I love it. I doubt, I doubt, I doubt that's the case. I mean, we wanted to sign him before he signed with Seattle. True. I, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but I'm sure it factored in. And I love, I love that move. <laughs> if, if that played into the decision. In looking around the league in the playoff picture, I'd rather play any team out of the West before the Saints or the Bucks. I think. No, I'll take the Saints up north. A hundred percent. I would yeah, take they the can't Saints the cold. in the north all yeah. day. Before yeah. before the uh, Rams, Cardinals, or Seahawks? So here, like, what is the ranking of potential playoff teams that you would like to play? So start with your – most desired opponent to your least desired opponent. I know Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks, Saints, Bucks. Well, no, I mean, I think skins, you're missing a few. The skins, the skins would be my first, my preferred if no. they made it to the second round. All right. As of today, the playoff picture is Packers, Saints, Seahawks, Bucks, football team. Rams and Bears. I think my number I would want to play the Bears number one. Rams I just number hate division two. Games. I just hate division games. I, I, I do too, but I mean if if it's gonna happen. <laughs> you're no Omar, you're high. Give me the Washington football team every week. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather I'd rather play Washington over I mean, Chicago. I don't give a I'd go. Oh, they have a defense, Chase Young. It doesn't matter, dude. Like, we I, 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 I guess that I guess. All right, fine. You guys are right. They just dropped Dwayne Haskins. Fine. Yes, dude, they're trash. I Washington football say- team: Bears, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinal? Saints, then Bucks. Oh, the Cardinals aren't even in. Yeah, I agree. That yeah, that's pretty similar to what. Now I'm going Washington. New Orleans, Chicago. Wow. Yep. No confidence in the thing. Seahawks. And then Rams, Bucks. 
only because I think that the if we're talking a Lambeau Field game in January, I think that as much as I hate on Tom Brady, I think he's more experienced in the cold than basically anybody yeah, else. Yeah. That it's, that is the only reason I would put the Bucks up as high as possible yeah. as I did I, I because don't I don't think, think the rest of that team smart. will be able to yeah. play in the cold. <clears throat> I'm not necessarily- but I don't think Jared Goff's coming in and beating us in in the frigid. No, but I think it's easier for a for a great defense to play in the cold than it is for a great offense. Yeah, but there we we saw that their defense can step up. But yeah, regardless of any of that, if we play the way again that we did against the Titans moving forward, I don't think it matters. I agree, and I'm not necessarily if- the Bucks. But they've been looking good. We didn't play well against them. I mean, it, like bring it on to Lambo. Like it, it, it's fine. They just crushed the Lions. Like in a huge blowout. They crushed the Lions with no Matthew Stafford. Right. I no mean, head coach. Their offense yeah. is clean. I mean, they, they. I'm not putting my. I'm not putting much weight into that one. No. Well, I know right. that everybody has been harping on that one as well. I put. I put more weight on Seattle running over Minnesota. Not not a ton, but I, I think that or New Orleans running over Minnesota. Um at least Minnesota was playing for something, whereas Detroit, they wanted to be home on Christmas. They didn't give a shit. The team sucks. They have no coach. They have no quarterback. Like they had nothing to I play mean, for. I, 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 I do kind of want in the in a weird perverted way, I want like a Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers rematch. And it's gonna be big stakes if if he can make it happen. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that's what it ends up being because Tom Brady can get him there uh, and bring it to Lambo because he's a baby back bitch. So fun fun fact about the the uh, the Tampa Bay three game. There's win a good shot that that's our first game. Every single one of those wins that they had, Vikings, Falcons, Lions were in a fucking dome. Fucking dome. Like Tom Brady and and. Mike Evans are not coming into Lambeau Field and putting on the show that they did on Christmas Day or whatever day that was. And and Joe, there's a good shot that that is what happens because if we get the one, New Orleans and Seattle get 2-3 and say Tampa wins, they get the five, that means Tampa's playing at Washington or at Dallas. There's a good chance that they win that, the two and three win, and then we end up playing – Tampa in the first game. Yeah. I mean, who is going to end up winning the – isn't it still totally up for grabs? Like, no team wants to win that game, win that division. It's brutal. I, 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 th- I think it's going to yeah. be the Giants, personally. I think the Giants are going to All up to the last week. Can't, like, all four of them theoretically win? <laughs> Some, like, ridiculous. No, the, e- the Eagles are the only ones that have been eliminated. eliminated. Oh, okay. Well, I my That's money's good. on Washington. I, I think – Especially if Alex Smith is able to play. If Alex think, Smith is able to play, that changes the calculus a lot. However, otherwise, yeah. It's going to be the Giants. I, uh, My money, see, I, I have the opposite. I go Washington if Smith plays. If not, I go Dallas and I have the Giants at three. Okay. I mean, I, uh, again, I think I said this earlier in the season. I was like, is it weird for me to want the Cowboys to win a little bit just so we can fuck them up in the playoffs? I, ju- I just hate when the there's an underlying – today. No, I just hate when there's an underlying, like, revenge or anything like that because weird shit happens in division, in yeah. revenge, 
that stuff. So are, are, I, I mean, A, they're- I, 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 I kind of agree with both of you. I agree with Joe. I would, love, I would love to see Mike McCarthy have to come to Green Bay. Yeah, dude. That and just get his ass beat. And, yeah. and however, maybe, yeah, hey, I also, point. yeah, yeah, all right. Boys, on a lighter note, what uh, what y'all get for Christmas? I, get some I got my my big one was a uh signed Joe Montana Notre Dame jersey. Wow, yeah, in in preparation for the beatdown we about to put on the wow. no tide, what fucking shit, what is it? elephant have to do with alabama joe <laughs> your team it's your team joe give me an answer did you know that i knew uh joe montana's son at tulane he's our quarterback oh yeah because he transferred yeah he was not very good for us and we had a uh out of notre dame to play there we had yeah we had a adversarial it was very it was very uh fraternal if you will uh it was a good time but no i got some good swag i got my shooty finally which I'm stoked about. My, my Zadarius Smith Packers shoody was rocking that in my jersey. Um, I got a nice retro logo sweater, and I mentioned already the nice uh, needlepoint flask. So, and, and I got a roll tied Alabama hat. So, <laughs> well, I, I'm a grown ass man, so I don't get Christmas presents anymore. Wow, that's fucked up. I'm just kidding. So my 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 mother in law actually got she got me a shower beer holder. Nice, Ooh. which was pretty fucking awesome very tactical yeah i i tested it out on my birthday it was it was great so good stuff yeah all right boys well let's shut the sound i think we've been going for about an hour and a half now this has been one of the episodes i think (laughs) Um, without matt too yeah without matt um oh jen you guys really went for it guys I mean, the Titans game in the frozen tundra. It couldn't get more fucking awesome than that. We're playing for records. We're playing for MVPs. We're playing for the number one fucking seed. God damn, big stakes. It's our second Bears week. Bears hate week. I mean, we couldn't get any better. We will, uh, we will be at Joe's. Bright and early Sunday morning. Absolutely. We're going to be eating bear sticks. We're going to be loving life, drinking champagne. Happy New Year. Celebrating a Notre Dame win. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. But happy New Year's to all of our listeners. Happy New Year to everybody. Instagram. Merry Christmas. Fire content out there. Yeah. Merry Christmas as well. Happy holidays. We're not a happy holidays podcast. We're a Merry Christmas podcast. (laughs) It's not true. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, too, oh, I wanted to mention this. I think for the playoffs, we should do like a special OT segment. You know how we do the fourth quarters and the halftime? We should be like, all right, on to like overtime and like, no, 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 cut type thing. But we'll have to figure that one Love out. Love it. So, um, yeah, boys. Um, until next time, everyone knows the strength of the team is related to cheddar. So stay sharp. And go, pack, go. Pack, go. go.